0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chapter 9, Authentic Leadership, a podcast on authentic leadership from the text, Leadership Theory and Practice, 7th edition, by Peter Northouse. So, authentic leadership, what is it and why do we care? Uh, Okay, so authentic leadership um, kind of grew out of the um, rocky, ethical, and... uh, um, During the early 2000s, there there were a lot of newsworthy ethical failings in in business, right? You had things like WorldCom and Enron and Tyco. Um, More recently, you had Bernie Madoff, right? So you've got all these these instances of high-profile business ventures and and leaders in these these, uh, uh, industries and organizations uh, failing to live up to their obligations with respect to the ethics um, of their organization, of the people that they were supposed to be looking out for. So with all this going on, uh, authentic leadership kind of uh, took off as an area of study. Uh, Authentic leadership has, for many years, been considered a component of transformational leadership, which we talk about in Chapter 8. Transformational leadership, um, if you'll recall, talks about... um, you know, convincing followers to look beyond themselves to the greater good, to kind of do something of value uh, above and beyond their own success. And so it definitely has this kind of moral underpinning. And if you remember, I talked about in that podcast, it's in the text, that in order to be considered a transformational leader, it's understood that you have to be um, moral, ethical, and be behaving in a way that is in the followers' best interests right So authentic leadership kind of is in um, the transformational uh, approach but it, it really started to have its own voice after all these um, these issues high profile issues that were arising in the early 2000s. So that's kind of where this came from. Uh, in this chapter they talk about a practical approach to, Authentic leadership and a theoretical one, so we'll talk kind of briefly about both. The practical one is basically researchers, I think George is one of the primary ones, but they went out, they looked at a bunch of leaders and said, this is what authentic leadership looks like. This is what people in, that are authentic leaders, this is what they do, this is how they behave. The theoretical model is more um, how do you develop it, where does it come from, how do you um, help people become more authentic, uh, that sort of thing. So it's a little different. Uh, but we'll talk about both. Uh, so, moving right along. Um, uh, oh, also, there's kind of f- a couple of different definitions of authentic. There's one that focuses on the intra intrapersonal aspects, which is, you know, if I know myself, and I'm true to who I am, and I know what's going on within me, I know my own values, I know my own beliefs, I know my own self-concept, then I'm being authentic, right? It relies on me knowing my own life story and my own values. Um, there's also the interpersonal definition, which looks at, am I being authentic to others? Am I behaving in an authentic way to my followers, right? Then that would be the interpersonal kind of approach. And then the developmental one, which is where some of these theories come from is the idea of, you know, how do you develop authenticity in your leadership? How do you become a more authentic leader? Um, you know, what do you do to make that happen? And, uh, and like I said, we'll, we'll talk about that one as we move forward. So the practical approach, uh, George was one of the primary uh, researchers who have looked at this kind of practical approach, identified five characteristics for authentic leaders, um, understanding their purpose, having strong values, trust, having trusting relationships, having self-discipline, and acting from the heart, having passion and mission. Um, so these are the behaviors. If you have a genuine desire to serve others and you exhibit these types of characteristics, George would say you are um, likely to be an authentic leader, and there's a, a figure in your text, Figure Nine One, that shows these five uh, characteristics and the behaviors that kind of grow out of those. In terms of again showing compassion for others, having passion for what you do, having you know behaving in a way that aligns with your values, uh, being connected to others through your relationships and being able to maintain consistency in the face of stress, right? Being able to maintain self-discipline, being consistent, pushing through when, when times are challenging. Um, the theoretical version, um, it works more and, and talks more about how do you become authentic, right? So that's what characteristics look like, but how do you get there? What are the, what are the underpinnings of people that, that make them this way or not this way? And if we want to be this way, what do we have to do? How do we get there? Um, so four basic components to being an authentic leader uh, according to the theoretical model would be self-awareness so in self-awareness boy this one's huge right if you've ever had a leader who is self-aware what a difference that makes and if you've had a leader who's not whew, that's pretty brutal self-awareness is being able to reflect internally on your own values your own identity your own emotions your own motives you know why do i feel the way i feel you know can i identify that can I look at myself and say, these are things I do well, these are things I struggle with? You know, that's kind of that self-awareness piece. Internalized moral perspective, this is a self-regulatory process where I'm able to to kind of regulate my behavior. You know, I, I look at my own moral standards and say, am I behaving consistent with what I espouse and what I believe? And if I'm not, do I need to change my behavior? You know, again, can I regulate myself? Balanced processing, the third one is your ability to analyze information objectively and explore other opinions before making a decision. People who have balanced processing are able to kind of hold a hypothesis in their hand and say, I believe the world should work this way, or I believe the situation should be done this way, but I'm able to look at it from all perspectives and evaluate it as unbiased as possible and say, that may not be right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to look at it differently. Maybe I need to take someone else's view People who are able to kind of take that objective view of their own um, approaches have balanced processing. And then the last one is relational transparency. And this is, this is what people think of. A lot of times they think of authenticity, they're thinking of, are you transparent? Are you presenting an honest and true picture of yourself to someone else? To what extent are you willing to be transparent to others and let them see the real you, right? That's this kind of relational transparency uh, piece. So a few things that lead to those four characteristics, like things that can, can assist you in, in mastering those characteristics or achieving those characteristics. Um, some are positive psychological capacities, is what they call them. I think of these as kind of traits. So you know, are you generally a confident person? Are you a hopeful person? Are you optimistic? Are you resilient? If you answer yes to those things, it's probably going to be easier for you to be an authentic leader than if you say no. If you're kind of a pessimistic person, you're not very hopeful, you're not as confident, we tend to think. It makes it harder. doesn't mean you can't be an authentic leader, but it's harder. Also, moral reasoning capacities. The degree to which you are capable. You know, Kohlberg has a moral reasoning um, hierarchy that you go through, like a, a developmental process to, to become a, a, a creature that's capable of reasoning from a moral perspective. To the degree that you're able to decide right and wrong, to the degree that you're able to promote justice and think about greater good, to the degree that you're able to make these kind of ethical decisions and think through the ramifications of the decisions, you're probably going to be, um, it's going to be easier for you to be an authentic leader. And then lastly, critical life events. These can be positive or negative, but generally. You know, everybody has some critical life events, but people who are able to reflect on those events, like I got a promotion or I got a job I didn't think I was going to get, or I got rejected from a job I thought I was going to get, or I, you know, I had a death of a loved one at a very, you know, important time in my life. These events can really um, change the way you see the world. They can act as a catalyst for change, and if you'll reflect on them, they can help you understand why you have the values and the views you have, right? They can help you grow. They can help you think about why you're the person that you are, or what caused that. So people who have these, you know, most people have these life events, but people who are able to um, leverage them, it's much easier to become an authentic leader when you know yourself and you know how these events have affected you. Um, so with all these theories, their strengths, criticisms, etc., uh, for authentic leadership, you know, one of the challenges is it's it's complex, right? It's a pretty complex uh, set of theories. Um, the practical approach is pretty prescriptive. You need these five characteristics if you want to be authentic. The theoretical approach tends to describe, you know, like what causes or where authentic comes from, These the attributes. Um, the good news about authentic leadership, it definitely fills that need we have to try to start figuring out how we're having these leaders who are so... Untrustworthy, right? How do we identify them? How do we know which ones are trustworthy and not? How do we find authentic leaders? Um, it has a, a moral dimension, um, and authentic leaders are excellent for um, inspiration, right? Because they're off, they, you you see authenticity. You're willing to do things for them you wouldn't maybe do for someone else. Um, criticisms. It's still pretty an early stage. Like I said, these really didn't start taking off till the early two thousands. Um, The moral component has not really been explained very well. It's kind of unclear. The link between being an authentic leader and how does that lead to positive outcomes for your organization is not real well established. Um, So again, that's something else that needs to be looked at.